Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house. Something is shifting. I said something is shifting. We're at the right place at the right time for God to do incredible things. I have been looking forward to this morning more than I have words to tell you. I believe that every challenge you've gone through, God is opening a door in 2023 that's going to shock you. Some of you are about to be surprised what God's about to do. Amen? Let's pray. Father, let the anointing of your Holy Spirit prevail this morning. I thank you for what you're going to do in this service for your people. Heal the sick. Break the curse of poverty. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. And every believer said, you may be seated. What an honor for Dr. D and I to be here with Apostle and pastors and leaders of this house. And we're just so thankful for what God's doing. Now, I want to speak to you for a few minutes this morning on building on God's reputation. Somebody say, building on God's reputation. Let's say it one more time. Building on God's reputation. How many knows if he said it? He'll bring it to pass. My life is a testimony that God will bring to pass everything he said. No matter the hell you go through, no matter what the enemy throws at you, God will make a way where there is no way. Somebody's got to know today God's making your path straight so he can take you in an accelerated fashion to the plans of God that he has for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 said, God's plans are to prosper you. How many wants God to prosper you? The rest of you, I'm going to have an altar call for liars. I said, how many of you knows that God's plans is to prosper you? He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to be an example of the kingdom of God. Folks, I'm telling you, the kingdom lifestyle works. Don't ever believe the bad news, because right in the middle of all the chaos that's going on in America, God's raising up a powerful people that's going to make an impact for the kingdom of God. A couple of scriptures I want to give you real quick. Numbers 2319 has become a cornerstone scripture in my life. God cannot lie. Can somebody say amen to that? God cannot lie. It's that simple. I don't need some pot-bellied philosopher to try to tell me different. God cannot lie. When God said he's going to bless the steps that I take, I believe that. God cannot lie. Somebody say, I can build my life on that. My reputation is on his reputation, and God's going to come through for us. 
I want to use Joel chapter 2, 24 through 26. And uh, I just believe this is such a time of restoration. Almost every week, Dee and I get word from some of our friends, some of our pastors, how God is restoring what hell tried to mess with in 2020 and 21, 22. But God said this is a season of supernatural restoration. Can somebody say amen? Verse 24 and Joel chapter 2 in the New Living Translation, he said the threshing floors will again be filled with grain. Somebody say prosperity. God said the blessing is coming again of prosperity. The presses shall overflow with new wine. Somebody say joy. Hell hates a joyful Christian. There's something about joy that sets you aside in a world that's lost hope, in a world that's messed up. Thank God for the joy of the Holy Ghost. I believe you can shout a half a yard from hell that Jesus is still Lord. God, give us a fresh baptism of the joy of the Holy Ghost. It's part of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. I can be in an airport, in a business place, and I can spot somebody that's full of the Holy Ghost because they're joyful. They're not bickering and complaining. Somebody said to me the other day, do you know that gasoline could go to $5? I said, so? He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed out of begging for gasoline. Come on, somebody. Be bold in your faith. Somebody said to me the other day, groceries have gone up by about 30%. I said, really? I got more money in my checking account now than I've ever had. Hello, somebody. You say, you shouldn't be talking about that. Let me tell you, the world is talking negative 24-7. Somebody's got to rise up and say, God is faithful. I said, somebody's got to say, he's still the mighty God. I remember years ago in Ardmore, Oklahoma, we were, uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of us young preachers that Pastor Donaldson had started working on. He had his hands full. As about seven or eight of us felt the call of God. One young man was coming off of drugs. His life was really messed up. His name was Bill. And he had been working with Teen Challenge some. And so we was at a prayer meeting. We had prayer meeting almost every day. Brother Donaldson believed if he prayed, everything else would work out. And so he'd have us praying 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. And he'd have all of us there. And if he wasn't there... You, you knew that uh, there's going to be trouble in the teepee. And so I never will forget, Bill said to me as we was breaking up prayer meeting, he said, pray for me. My car's on empty, 
I'm supposed to be in Oklahoma City, which is about an hour and a half away, hour and 45 minutes, and I don't have any money to get gas, and God said he would be my, my source of gasoline. Well, my heart wanted to reach in my pocket, pull out 50 bucks and hand it to him, but the Lord said no. And so he walked off, got in his old car, took off toward Oklahoma City, went to Oklahoma City, made it there without a problem, got in his car and headed back to Ardmore. He's still sitting on empty. He's looking at that gas gauge. He calls me as soon as he gets back in Ardmore, and he said, guess what, Coy? I said, what, Bill? He said, i am still got gasoline. I was sitting on empty when I left. I'm sitting on empty now, and the old Ford's still running. Somebody's got to know God's faithful. I said, somebody's got to know God's faithful. So he said, joy's coming, joy, joy. And he said, there's going to be a restoration of olive oil or the anointing. Somebody's got to know when you come through the line today, God is going to pour his fresh oil of the Holy Ghost on you, and you're going to leave here saying, look what the Lord has done. Verse 25 said, and I will restore you all of the years that hell has destroyed. Somebody say, it's my time. Verse 26 said, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Somebody say, more than enough. The first point I want to talk to you about, the word will not fail. Somebody say, the word will not fail. Say it again, the word will not fail. There's one thing that I can anchor my life to. That's this book right here called the Bible. 66 books in this Bible. 1,186 chapters. 989,650 words. And every word in here is about to come to pass. I've taken this book right here, looked the devil straight in the eye, and said, you can do what you got to do, but when the dust clears, I'm going to still be standing here saying, Jesus is Lord, and the devil is a liar. Can I get a little help in the house? It's time to say again, God's Word will not fail me. Luke 137, the Amplified, I love this scripture, for with God, somebody say for with God, nothing is ever impossible. This is in the Amplified. And no word, 989,000 words, no word from God shall be without power are impossible of fulfillment. I know we'll forget several years ago, my wife and I came to a startling understanding that we were in debt. She walked down the staircase of our home, came to my office in the basement, and said, Honey, I just want to tell you, I just figured out we're over six hundred 
$1,000 in debt. I said, well, I don't believe that's God's will. I believe God's will wants me out of debt. So I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do what the book says. We're going to bring, bring God a first fruits offering, a seed that is scary. We're going to bring God something that he knows me and you are serious about our future. And we're going to see, is every word in this book, is it power? If it's power, God said he's going to take that seed, bless it, and destroy my debt. How I many knows God is faithful? We gave one of the biggest offerings up to that point that we'd ever given. We prayed over it. We looked at our bank account, and we said, well, our bank account is not our source. Jehovah Jireh is my source. Some of y'all are about to get your faith stretched today because God's going to ask you to do something big, bigger than you think, larger than you can imagine, to step into an arena where God can bless you like you have never, ever been blessed. He's going to heal your body. He's going to save your loved ones. He's going to turn your life around, and he's going to fill up your pockets with blessings. I can testify. I got the scars to prove it. God is faithful. Somebody say his word will not fail. So you know we've done a lot of praying. We, we gave, and uh, at that time it was a big offering, $10,000, put it in the kingdom, and said, okay, God, let's see what you can do. Come on, somebody. I'm just a country boy from Oklahoma. $10,000 was and is a lot of money. And so we gave it and said, God, this is our first fruits. You said you would liquidate us from debt, and everything we touched will prosper. A few weeks went by. She didn't tell me anything. She keeps the books and pays the bills. But a few weeks went by, and uh, she came down to my office again. Only this time, she had a smile on her face. She said, I don't know how, but we're now debt-free. See, some of y'all think, well, that could happen for Coy and Dee. No, it can happen for you. You can be an amazing person of what God will do. Just a little supernatural, and the first thing we know, we're debt-free. I want to tell somebody in here, God's about to do something bigger than what you've been imagining. I'm going to tell you, God's going to blow your mind when he finds somebody in here that will let him be God. I promise you, he will go beyond what you're expecting. Ephesians 3.20 said, if you can believe it, God will do it bigger. If you can pray it, God will make it bigger. Am I in the right house? Somebody in here has got to know, with God as your partner, God's going to make it happen. I never will forget one of our spiritual sons and daughters came over to Dr. D and I, and their business, their plumbing business, was going to hell in a handbasket. 
Now, that may be beyond your vocabulary to understand, but to a country boy, I understand what I just said. They were in a mess. Looked like this going under. I mean, everywhere they looked, things were not going well. And they said, well, the only thing we know to do is he calls me Pops. He said, I said to my wife, the only thing I know to do is take all the money we can get our hands on and drive to Atlanta out of another state and hand it to Pops and let him put his hands on it because he said God will turn my seed into a miracle. So him and his wife came. D and I took our hands, laid our hands on his $20,000 seed and said the devil is a liar. God will restore your business. How many knows God's faithful? Oh, come on. How many knows God's faithful? He, they, they're not some of God's special people. They're just believers who believe the Word and that the Word cannot fail. They gave it that $20,000. We laid hands on it, and it wasn't just two or three months went by. All of his vehicles were paid for. He called me and said, we got $400,000 cash in the bank. All the bills are paid because the harvest come in. Somebody say, my harvest is about to come in. Come on, somebody say, my harvest is about to come in. See, when you bring that first fruits offering down here today, understand God's about to bless you beyond word. The Bible said God watches over his word to fulfill it. I'm going to close because I promised that I wanted to give time because we want to minister you in the Holy Ghost. I want to read you a scripture that changed my life. I've read it to you before when I've been here. This scripture continues to change my life. Amos chapter 9 and verse 13, the Message Bible. This is a word to those that are going to sow today a sacrifice seed of your first fruits. God said, yes, indeed. Somebody say, God said that. It won't be long now. God's decree, not Coy's decree, not Apostle's decree, not Pastor's decree, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast that your head will swim. Suddenlies. How many's ready for a suddenly? Suddenlies. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will happen at once, and everywhere you look, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Everywhere you look, not trouble, not chaos, not not trouble in the bank account, not sick bodies, everywhere I look, blessings. I want to tell somebody, when you walk by here today, lay your first fruits in the kingdom, the blessing is going to overtake you. The blessing is going to chase you down. I'm going to get testimonies from apostles and pastors how the blessing 
overtook you. Is somebody ready to get run over by a blessing? Come on, I want to see your hand. Are you ready to get run over by a blessing? Solomon, the wealthiest man of his day, said if you bring God your first fruits, he'll make your bank account overflow. He called it your barns. In Proverbs 3, he said your barns will overflow. Somebody's got to know it's about to happen to you. I found this scripture when I was just reading God's Word right here in Hobbs, New Mexico this week. So it must be yours. Ezekiel 4430 NIV said, The best of your first fruits brings the blessings on your household. How many is ready for the blessing to come on your household? That means God's going to touch your children. God's going to touch your family. God's going to touch everything you touch when you bring your first fruits to Jesus. Stand with me all over the house. Father, thank you for this time of our exercise of faith where you're going to do incredible, unusual things in the kingdom. Bow your head a moment in the presence of God. I want you to focus for just a moment on what God is requiring of you. He's asking you in this house to take a step of faith beyond your emotions, beyond your feelings, and step into the supernatural of God. Somebody is going to trigger a supernatural avalanche of blessings on your life when you make the step that is beyond logic and you step by faith into the supernatural. So I want you to hear him. I want you to hear clearly the call and the invitation of God. The window of heaven is open for you. This is a Kairos moment. This is a God moment. This is a moment where we've seen so many miracles in our lives personally and in the lives of our friends. I'm excited. I was awake so much last night, I kept waking up looking at the clock, thinking surely it's church time because God's about to do something incredible, awesome, supernatural in your life. Somebody's going to get a miracle in your physical body that you've had for some time as a sickness and a situation. God's going to heal it today. This is your day. This is your moment. This is that moment God prepared for you. God's going to speak to you a bigger number than you thought about your first fruits. So listen, I'm going to pray one more time. I want you to obey His Holy Spirit. Father, I know this is a miracle moment. I walk into this moment with absolute trust, confidence, assurance that you're about to show your mighty arm of power. You're going to bring miracles financially. You're going to bring miracles spiritually. 
You're going to bring miracles supernaturally in their bodies that they shall be healed and they shall be whole. Thank you, Father, for miracles. 